Previously, on the Adventure Zone Ethersea. Not long after you leave the ghost ship behind, you see a large, it looks like a very fancy, like, taco. Identify yourself. We are looking for some, uh, let's say some very special uh, vintage, wink. Okay, uh, weapons on the ship, leave them. If you want, you can go and uh, wait in the parlor. Hey, someone please! My friends dried out. Come with me and, and, and you two stay put, okay? And Diva changes his glamour weave to match the red of oh, the jumpsuits. Oh, okay. And he heads Whoa. out the door. You recognize the dreams of Deborah. And from out of that ship uh, walks Aloysius Supreme. There are two guards standing out in front of the door, and they are wearing, like, actual plate mail armor. But Zooks, if you can make it up to that higher level... There is some kind of uh, window you might be able to peek in and see if you can figure out what is going on. I think he's going to sneak on board the Dreams of Deborah. Uh, but the ship's security protocol is now sort of active in the room that you are in. Hey, where are the animals? I was going to check them out because I'm pretty no, 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 no. So what are you actually doing here? Um, well, right now, uh, I'm blackmailing you. Oh. You smell like a really intense chemical smell, and then you black out. You realize that you are actually in the middle of the jungle, and a polar bear rears back on his hind legs and jumps towards you, claws extended. got polar bear problems um they've all been there yeah it's one polar bear problem it's one big polar bear that has just uh sort of swum up swam up out of uh lake swimmed in this uh jungle environment you find yourself in uh you are unequipped whatever sort of gear that you had on you that uh, or equipment that may have proved useful in this situation you do not have at hand. Although why you have been stripped of that oh, gear while you my, were unconscious. Okay. Hey, Griffin, um, can I just say big kudos? It's so fantastical to imagine a polar bear in like a jungle setting. Like, how did it even get there? That's wild, right? Like, can you imagine? I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah, because a, a polar have you ever bear. Seen, ooh, hey, have you ever seen my two butt cheeks? Can, <laughs> can I tell you, Griffin? You An unfortunate them. amount of time. Yeah. Uh, th- th- this polar bear has reared up on its hind legs and uh, roared at you, Amber. What What do you do? Um. 
All right, I'm going to try to make myself look. Okay, actually, first, <laughs> I want to do nature to see if I know anything about polar bears. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Uh, I what, what? What's so bad? That well, seems that's like going to very... require me to know if I know anything about polar bears. So I know about Wikipedia. polar bears. Okay. Ask me. Wikipedia. Yeah, I know that uh, they're- No worries, it's 11. I know that they're usually white. Um. Yeah, this, this polar bear looks, you would say- this polar bear looks kind of tired. That might just mm. be because its fur is all kind of matted down from the water that it came out of. That being said, on its hind legs here, it is still much bigger than you uh, and uh, seems pretty pissed off. Exceptionally pissed off, I would say. Did uh, you know that for, a polar bear's fur is basically like clear yeah, it's and its skin underneath its skin is, is black? Dark. Yeah. So that it can um, collect the sunlight and stay warm. That's and he just like a polar a, bear he fact. He like it a drink of the cola 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 cola. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do so i don't have any do i have any like rations they take all my rations you're like bag which i guess was your your i don't know if you keep your my finny pack yeah i don't know if you keep your road gear in your your bag of holding essentially but uh yeah you don't you don't have uh you don't have anything hmm. okay i'm gonna try this Shh. bold it, it's okay and I, like, raise my hands in a comforting way. That's sweet. Make an animal handling check for me. Amazing. 12 plus 315. Yeah, it is just enough for it to drop back down to all fours um, and look at you kind of quizzically. Mm -hmm. um, and it starts to take a step forward, and then you actually see it's, ears perk up before you hear what it is hearing and then a moment later you hear some rustling coming from some some nearby brush Clever which girl. uh at the yeah and a second polar bear comes out from behind you and <laughs> uh and when it hears that the the polar bear just goes rushing off into the jungle uh nice. away away from you nice. um well played what do you do uh, i want to look around and see if i see any like possible i don't know is there anything n notable i guess would be i mean this this question. rustling sound is approaching you so that is oh, okay. that is so this notable. situation is happening to me rather than something i necessarily need to right deal with. someone is approaching where you and this bear just had a standoff uh, uh i'm gonna try to hide in the brush okay um make a hmm stealth i would let you do stealth or nature right stealth perfect would nature Fucking be oh. fuck two plus wow. two? Wow, just unbelievable, unbelievable. Okay, you, you like you lay down behind like a like a flower. You like well, get down behind. You that, get inside. Griffin, of, that's cold. Uh, <laughs> Not only are you visible, you're wicked dumb. <laughs> yeah, it's the you get into a thorny briar, uh, and I'm not going to make you take damage for it, but you are actively making noise when someone enters this this clearing. That you, you get have. mud on your pants in a way that makes it look like you pooped yourself. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, no, that would, sorry, that would be a critical failure. You didn't get a one. You got so a the, two. Yeah, so the poop isn't, it doesn't so look you like you pooped it's yourself. Not, you know it's it's a stretch to say that looks like poop on that person's pants. Right, but if there was like a teenager <laughs> around and they really wanted they to roast you, you, they would it. do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
the the person that enters this clearing is a uh, a, a slender, tall person uh, wearing a just plain shining golden mask without any kind of like facial features on it. It almost looks like a uh, you know like the the front of a diving helmet that is completely opaque. You can't see through it, uh, and they they seem to have some sort of like fancy segmented. Uh, armor on and they are carrying a big like harpoon gun cool and this person walks into the clearing and looks at you just kind of like writhing in this bush and they say um do you do you need a hand there yeah where sorry where am i uh he reaches down and holds out his hand to help you up yeah, I take it. Why not? Okay. Yeah, he pulls he pulls you up out of the briar and uh, sort of like pulls back one of the the thorny vines that had gotten stuck on your on your kit, uh, and he says, "You're Amber, right? One of the the interlopers." Yeah, that's me, an interloper. You hear him giggle, and he says, "Well, you're." Clearly somewhere you shouldn't be. Uh, You probably don't need me to tell you that. You are on a facility of, I would say, eccentric oligarchs. (laughs) And uh, you, you have sort of caught the ire of some of them. And they are people whose ire you do not want to possess. And I do regret to inform you that you are being hunted. Not by me. But oh. by other other folks. You got anything against me? I do not. I am not actually a murderer of people. So uh, you have nothing to fear from me. That is not how I roll. What's your, what's your fucking deal? M- my deal? Yeah, what's your fucking deal? The language is... Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend your delicate sensibilities. What's your deal? Uh, I'm just, I mean, I'm, if you must know, I'm just here for the sport, um, but not the, not like the people sport. The greatest sport? Well, the greatest sport, as we all know, is High Lie. I thought Um, it was golf. Oh, God. No, uh, uh, I'm here for the hunt, uh, of course. Uh, I'm here for the, the beautiful extinction. Uh, Right, right, right. Yes. All right. Have you got your eye on any anything in particular? I think you just met my quarry. Um, oh shit! And I am glad to see that you are unharmed. This is a dangerous animal that uh, you seem ill-equipped to handle. So, um, yeah, I wish you no harm, though. I do need to get back to my hunt. Um, oh sure. Well, I don't want to distract you. Sure. Yes. Um, you got any weapons I could have? Here is my. Ethical dilemma. Right. I mean you no ill will, but at the same time, I don't want you to kill my associate. Associates feels too familiar. Competition? It's not a competition. I don't want to be uh, forcibly removed from the premises because I gave someone a dagger that they then stabbed another member of the organization with. Right, 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 right. Um, so any toll any tolls or any, anything you give me, I'm kind of empty handed here. And it's like, if you think about it, shouldn't a hunt be fair? 
right? Like, you're hunting this cool-ass polar bear, and it's got sick claws and, and everything, and I'm just asking you to help me, like, even the odds, you know what I mean? So it's not just like a slaughter. Make a persuasion check. Never mind, it was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else. Just ignore me. Uh, that was a six minus one, a five. Uh, he thinks for a second, and then he says, I, I'm sorry. I genuinely would love to help. I think that what uh, has been ordered here uh, for you and your friends is... Uh, Monstrous, but what they order, Dad? You won't be leaving the dead. Yes, kind of like a dead thing, like a All dead right. thing. Um, I can tell you though that the ready room for the hunt is all the way over there, and he points uh, way off in the distance. And when you look up, you can see that uh, the 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 ceiling here is just. This is glass arch that runs the length of the ship. And this is what you saw essentially outside. Uh, this this jungle uh, that, that you are standing in occupies most of this facility. Uh, you are standing on one end of it, and he has pointed at another end that you would estimate is maybe like, I don't know, a half mile away. This is an enormous facility. Uh, he points all the way. He says, and uh, at the other end of the ship, uh, you could find access to the ready room. And then once you're in there, I mean, the security forces of this ship probably won't let you out, but at least you won't be uh, ill-equipped, unarmed, and going up against professional hunters. Um, so your odds, I would say, would improve in, in that regard. All right, I want to head for the ready room. Okay. He... Hey, hey, what's your name? I... Do, I wicked don't want you to know so, that. So yeah, absolutely makes complete sense. Call me, call me Clyde. Uh, eh. And okay, what else you got? <laughs> Jim, with Jim, Jimbo, Jimbo. All right, Jimbo. Jimbo Fred. Clyde's a pretty cool name. Jimbo Clyde is my name, and it's I it no. One big word. Mm. He says, uh, yes, uh, I, I, I would wish you luck. Uh, you are going to need it. Uh, I will tell you the odds are pretty well against you, but what can I ask what you're doing here even? Uh, I would prefer not to answer that query as well in the same fashion of your choice. Right. Okay. Which way did the bear go? What? The bear. Which way did it go? You just missed him. Which way did he go, though? You just missed him. You're not going to tell me where the bear went, are you? You're not going to give me a gun? No, I'm not going to give you a gun. All right. Well, seems we're at an impasse. <laughs> <laughs> he looks around and he says, oh, there's the trail. Okay, bye. And he yeah, walks. no, it's, that's legit. <laughs> and he walks off toward uh, where the bear left. Um. Zooks, you are standing in Aloysius Supreme's private chambers aboard the Dreams of Deborah. Uh, you were trying to search a desk and not doing particularly well at 
at said search when a very familiar looking security sprite floated into the room. You can tell it uh, has not noticed you. I'm assuming during your breaking and entering, you were generally being kind of discreet. Um, But it has entered the room and seems to be entering into a sort of guard perimeter route around the room. What do you do? But it has not seen Zooks. It has not seen Zooks. You have seen what these things look like when they are activated. This thing is not activated yet. Yet, being the operative word there. Well, if he hadn't been spotted yet, I think he continues to search the office. Uh, okay, you're going to have to give me sort of a description of the physicality, like what is going on, because this thing is moving around the room. It will definitely clock you. Give me a, g- give me an arcana check, because you should probably know how much you know about these things. That would be a... Oh, great, it's contagious. A one. You uh, know... Just as much as you know your name, you you know like an old friend that uh, these things can only detect sound. They can't see anything. Uh, they you can move around all that you want as long as you do it quietly. These things. This sounds like a lie. But on, no, this is the this is this is absolutely the truth, and this is what Zooks knows. Uh, in in the coral that would be his bones. Then I think uh, Zooks will stand absolutely still. Now, you're metagaming pretty hard right now. But okay. okay. Zooks stands absolutely still. And the drone floats towards him. And then once it gets close to him, it turns in his direction and lights up with bright red flashes, seeing Fine, him instantly and knowing. And Zook says, Zook says, oh, thank God you're here. Oh, hey, no, no, um, I have been, um, I was on this ship before, earlier, I was part of the crew of this ship. Uh, you can check the logs and see. And I left a pair of tongs on this ship and I cannot find it and find these tongs anywhere. Um, do you have any idea where the where they keep the tongs? I've been kind of wandering around and, and thought I thought they were in here that uh, Aloysius used them to serve like ice in drinks. Uh, tongs? Any idea? Is there like a tong, uh, you know, storage area? So dad is just for reference, dad is trying to outwit um, like basically a motion detector, right? Like if I um, broke into a house and the alarm started going off, I would turn to the panel and And say to the panel, no, you don't understand. I'm friends with Steve who lives Uh, here. We'll play it out though, because I'm pretty sure you're going to roll bad on this. Give me a deception roll. Deception, not performance. Okay. No, you're fucking lying. Deception roll. Okay, wait a minute. Uh-huh. Great, great. Two, two crit ones in a row? Sometimes the dice match the narrative. That's so fucking good, Dad. Thank you. That's so good. Um, I'm glad I could contribute. Yeah. Uh, give me a constitution saving throw. 
You gotta be due like an 18 now. Yeah. 19. Uh, okay. Uh, a small wire launches out of this thing and embeds itself uh, in your shoulder. Uh, and you feel your body immediately tense up as a very unpleasant amount of voltage courses through you. You take uh, nine points of lightning damage. Uh, however, you know, because of the makeup of your body being not the traditional makeup of a, of a person, uh, you are not tased bro. Uh, but the drone, the, the wire recedes back into the drone, uh, which floats over you. And then seeing that it, you know, landed a hit and that you went down on the ground, it uh, flies out of the room, the alarm still blaring. Uh, and you hear some movement through the, the, the viewports outside on the dock. You, you hear uh, some more folks rushing into the, uh, into the docks, approaching the dreams of Deborah. What do you do? Well, let's see. Um... I'm going to try my tongs gambit again. Wow. On I'm going to rush I'm going to rush towards the sound of the footsteps and uh see if I can convince humans or humanoids uh that I'm uh, sincerely searching for tongs. In the time that it takes to run to the airlock you feel, and maybe it's the electricity coursing through your body, you feel like you've taken the limitless pill and that you could maybe think up a better object that one could leave at a ship that would bring them to a strange facility out in the in the middle of the deep, dark ocean. Oh, okay. Without permission from anybody aboard after being told to stay in a place and then walking away from that place, breaching security protocols knowingly. Now, Griffin, you don't know. Maybe one of these pursuers grew up having a set of security tongs that they okay. loved as a child so much that to be parted from Tongi would have been yeah. like the end of the world. It would have uh, gone to the ends of the earth to be yeah. back with their beloved Tongi. The airlock opens, and there are uh, three guards there, uh, each uh, two of which are each holding, holding tongs, each holding electrified <laughs> tongs. <laughs> We get it, man. <laughs> Listen, man, we love our tongs. Uh, no, they are they are holding crossbows, and they are in almost like a, a phalanx position uh, as they as you stand at the door as it opens the ship. Uh, you are inside the ship still. They are outside the ship, and one of them says, "Freeze! Get down on the ground. You are being apprehended. Don't make any sudden movements, okay?" So they're outside the airlock. And I'm inside the airlock. Yes. So I don't make any sudden moves. Okay. Good start. I just very slowly raise my hand like I'm going to wave, and then I hit the button to shut the airlock. Uh, make a dexterity saving throw. That would be a 22. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you hit the button, and uh, a bolt looses from one of the crossbows, and the door like just taps it and sends it flying uh, away from your head where it was going to hit. 
uh, and it clatters to the floor of the airlock. Uh, and the the security sprite was outside. You 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 saw through the door, and you hear it start honking again. And the the security guards protest, uh, and then you hear them trying to pull the the airlock door open from the outside. But you are inside the ship, and they are stuck out. I run for the control room. Uh, the bridge of the ship? Yep, for okay. the bridge. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know it. Like, anything yeah. that you want to do in here, like, I will, I will. Uh, you know. I want, I want to leave. <laughs> I yep. want to leave. Makes sense. I'll I want to now. drive away in the dreams of Deborah. No more adventure for me today. Um, I'm leaving. Okay, okay. Uh, you did not pilot the dreams of Deborah. The last time. You oh, were here. au contraire. I you did, did pilot the dream. You Deborah. did. You took a turn, didn't you? Yes, I did take a turn. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I can't think of any. I think Aloysius Supreme, you know, boarding the, the super fancy uh, undersea station where he wants to probably impress all the other super fancy. I don't think he would take, you know, his keys with him necessarily. I don't think he would think that anybody would do him dirty here. Uh, so yeah, the 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 controls, the helm is yours. I'm I'm going to uh, submerge, okay, and and tootle on out of there, okay. You you submerge and you hear the dudes at the airlock. One of them falls in the water. Uh, you you hear uh, through the <laughs> the glass viewport in the bridge. Someone go, oh, get out of there, Jeremy. Uh, and people trying to uh, scurry about as alarms go off all over the station, uh, and you depart and uh, leave this this uh, this moon pool dock, uh, leaving the crescendo headquarters. Uh, after you get about uh, like ten seconds after you get free from the facility, the tone wheel uh, right in front of you starts to ring, and. We'll jump over to Devo. Devo, you have sort of left the hot zone uh, where people had started to sort of become suspicious of you up on that that higher level uh, where you had kind of seen into this gallery uh, where, where folks yes. were looking out. Um, you had taken the elevator back down, correct? Yes. Okay. Now, uh, here's yeah, what I, mean, I would like to pause it, and you tell me if I'm way off, but I like the image of he's like, it's like a glass, oh, he's looking down. And he sees people like, you know, knocking Amber out and taking her away. And he looks up and he sees the security drone like honking and going red as he's just like in the middle of the elevator going down like, well, shit. <laughs> like, well, so I, I will say this. You the alarms are going off like uh-huh. a, a, everywhere uh, in this in this station. So, like, you know that something, uh, f- at least for the people here, bad has happened. Mm-hmm. Give me a straight D20 luck roll and I'll tell you whether or not you actually saw Amber being taken away. I will say you tried to It slid across on a 19, and then it bounced to a 1. Well, well, well. (laughs) This is how the tide has turned. Dad, we're on the same team. Oh, no, it doesn't feel like it. But it does. No, when I'm rolling, I want to do good. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hit you for a. Uh, I mean, bad luck roll. You're you. Uh, I don't know. A bee stings you. That's right. A bee. Oh, got bummer. A, a bee. And I'm definitely allergic. <laughs> was it the last bee? I'd feel terrible if that was how the last bee died. No, weirdly, 
there's lots of bees. They all came back? They all came back. It turns out what they needed was to go underwater. Ah. They're sea bees. Uh, they're sea bees. Uh... Yeah, no, you don't see, you definitely did not see Amber being taken away. I will say, like, you tried to hail Amber uh, on the, on your, your personal tone wheel, your shell phone, and it did not, uh, she did not pick up. But you don't know what happened to her. Okay. Uh, The elevator exits out into the lobby. Uh, You see the woman who was working at the front desk sort of come walking back and bust out a magazine and start reading it while, like, the rest of the station starts to... Uh, freak out around her. Otherwise, you have not been clocked. So whatever you want to do here, you are allowed to do. As as people are like freaking out and running around and stuff, do they seem to be going to a certain location? Is there something? I'll tell you, actually, a lot of them are rushing for the elevator that you are on. Uh, So when the doors open up, there's actually a lot of people who are like waiting for you to get off so that they can get on. I see. Uh huh. Well, so I'm gonna go back up with them. Okay. I'm gonna hold the door and be like, "Yeah, come on, we have to go." Uh, some guy says, "Yeah, but didn't don't you want to get off? Isn't this the floor you wanted to get off on? Why would you take the elevator to the first floor if you didn't want to get off at the first floor?" I I hit down when I meant to hit up, and oh, that's so embarrassing. Yes. Okay. Because uh, one of the reasons gonna... he left the upstairs was it was basically empty. He stood out too yeah. much. But if that's where those people are and Amber's not yeah. answering, and yeah. Uh, then, okay, I'm not going to make you roll for that because you have like a plus 19 to persuasion and I know you would succeed. So uh, you you board uh, the elevator going back up uh, and everybody gets off and runs to the upper harbor uh, where you see a group of people gathered around a very soggy security guard. Uh, at that point, you see Aloysius Supreme uh, sort of standing at the dock, chewing out the other two security guards and the drone, the sprite, which is just kind of like floating kind of sadly now that it's being uh, told off in this manner. You also see the auctioneer. Rather, you see sort of the hard light avatar Mm-mm. that you saw at the at the abyssal auction you don't know like what whether or not there's a, you know it's a suit that someone's inside if it's another one of those projectors you're you're not sure but you see the form of the auctioneer uh who is just kind of standing idly by uh watching aloysius supreme have a freak out so everyone's pretty distracted at this point right oh yeah for sure uh, I want to look over at the door where I saw Aloysius go into earlier. Have the guards like moved away from there? I assume to like come to this thing, whatever's happening over here. Um, there's still one. There's still one guard posted up by the door. Uh, it is the, it is the one that kind of gave you some side eye earlier. The other guard that was posted up here has has peeled off to come look at this commotion. Okay, um, great. But but yeah, it is much it is much emptier up in that hallway where where uh, you saw that door first. Okay, I'm going to make my way uh, around there with everyone distracting. Okay. And I'm going to cast Charm Person on that one guard. Oh, interesting. Uh, give me break, break me off a piece of that spell description. Um, you're going to need to make a Wisdom Saving Throw. Okay. Uh, that is a 14 mm. versus your spell save. Which is, uh, my spell save is fifteen. It was raised by one, right? Uh, yes, that's right. With the with the the gills that you have, not the gills, the frills, the right. frills, not the gills. Well, then, got. then it succeeds. Okay, 
Uh, so with Charm Person, it sees you as a friendly acquaintance. So this big armored guard holding a halberd immediately stands at ease. He's like, what's up? Holy shit, dude. Yes, it's me. It's Devo. Devo, I can't. I almost forgot your name there for a second. Despite the fact that I, you are a friendly acquaintance of mine. Of course, yes, we've known each other forever. Um, uh, let me ask Dude, you a question, bro. Hey, hold yes? on. You remember high school? Of course. When uh, you remember when Stinky Jeff and me and you, mm-hmm. we went we went to that grocery store. Yes. And we unpeeled all the nanners. Yes, I remember this. This was good. Yeah, they had to glue them back together. And we glued them back together, and we called them sticky, sticky nanners. And then we called the grocery store later that night, and we were like, "Hey, how why are your nanners so sticky?" I remember this. Yes, (laughs) this was very good. Man, I got grounded for like a year for that thing. Oh no, really? Yeah, I didn't know this. I'm so sorry. Hey, who's what are you there? Doing? Just, what are you doing here, man? This is crazy. Yeah, but just like friend to friend. I'm looking for another friend. Is uh, who's in the in that office right now? Hey, do you like boba tea? I do, and we can talk <laughs> about that uh, in just a minute. But first, uh, I know this great it? boba tea place. <laughs> hey, now come on. It's friend weird. To friend. They have these weird little bubbles in them. Why does? Why is it in the world of Taz uh-huh. when someone's charmed? Charm. Charm turns people into sycophantic, like needy, emotional vampires. <laughs> also, tea tea lovers, right? With tea, a penchant tea. for beverages, yeah. Yeah. who yeah. love Fair tea. Um, yeah, I mean, who, like you can't just be a normal person that likes somebody. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I mean, there's a bunch of uh, you know <laughs> super rich, just just bonkers, like wild, like super rich dudes in there. Is and, the guard wearing a helmet? Uh yes, to have like a face covering. Uh, it's like a armor helmet. Like they are wearing this is this they are they look so out of place. This okay. is they look like full blown medieval knight level like royal guards. Um, he said, yeah, I, I mean, do you know anyone in there? Like, who are you looking for? Tell me, and I can tell you if they're in there. Uh, you know, the thing is, I I don't know. I was sent with a message, and I was told to deliver it to, let me look here, the richest looking asshole in the room. <laughs> so I think it's like a prank. Maybe it's one friend. You love pranks, right? Like oh, the sticky dude. bananas? Like the sticky bananas we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do love pranks, I guess. Yes, right? <laughs> okay, so in, can you, ha- now listen, I don't know if you still like to be part of the prank. I mean, oh, I don't want to get in trouble. You're, hey, you're not going to get in trouble. Wanna... I'm your friend. Yeah. I would not let you get in trouble. It's just the employment contract for this place is kind of weird because it said yeah. that they could legally kill me. No. That is weird. I am your friend. I'm not going to let you. We've known each other forever. Okay. Yeah, no, so, they said they could legally kill me if I do a bad job. But yeah, I'll absolutely. I'll make sure this doesn't do. happen. Can I, I just need to borrow your halberd. My halberd? Dude, are you? I'll give it right back. The the prank is going to be so epic. Even Stinky Jeff uh, will be impressed that we pull this prank off. Does he still go by Stinky Jeff? Yeah, I mean, he still stinks like shit, doesn't he? Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) He he definitely didn't change his name, Jeff. So, you know, if the shoe fits. 
Um, make a persuasion check with advantage. Okay. Uh, that's a 13 and a 23. Yeah, that 23 will cut it. He says, Thank uh, you. Okay, if anyone asks you where you got that halberd, though, say you got it from the other dude that has a halberd here, and I'll got say it. he took my halberd. Yes. What is his name? His name? Franched. 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 Sorry, you French. Can you guys not make a big deal out of it every time? (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to, I don't have a billion names written down this season where I'm like, and this guy's got a big backstory that I'm going to spend a whole episode talking. I'm I'm fucking shooting from the hip and sometimes I shoot a French. (laughs) But you know lots of names. (laughs) Okay, fine. Let me try again. No, no, no. No, let no. me try again. For all no. we know, Franched. there's someone listening at home right now named Franched who heard that name and they're like, oh, Griffin's doing <laughs> listener names again. I didn't know. Okay, he named fine. one after me. Franched. Franched. Anyway. Franched Gerbilman. Franched Gerbilman. Franched Gerbilman. <laughs> I'm the only pizza blasted person in this place. Franched Gerbilman. Anyway. What are you gonna do with the halberd, though? He oh, you'll it. see, you'll see. Okay. Uh, and I, a diva takes the halberd and slips through the door. Goes through the door. Wait, you didn't, you didn't say anything about going through here. Oh, I have to for the prank. I told you I have a message for. Is the prank this. that you're gonna stab and kill? No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to stab and kill anybody. The prank is I have a message to deliver, and I need the halberd so that I a look like I belong here. Stabbing-based message. No, I told you this. I'm not going to stab anyone. Okay, man, whatever you say. Uh, and he steps aside and lets you walk through the door. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have an Aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it 
to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as they get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Chicago, we're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2, and we're doing live shows, all a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out, and Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2, schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Hey, were you a reader as a kid? Like, maybe you read a lot of fantasy novels. Or horse girl books. We know how it is. But now you're an adult, and you miss reading. You're so busy that you can't figure out how to get back into books. We're Reading Glasses, and we're here to help. Yeah, we'll give you advice to figure out what books you love or learn to stop reading books you don't even like. We're really big proponents of dumping that book. Dump that book. But most importantly... We'll help you fall back in love with reading. Reading Glasses, every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Congratulations, you've won a ticket to attend an exclusive opportunity in a relaxing environment with two lovers. Wow. Well, this sounds like a sort of proposition of sorts, but really it's an ad for our podcast. Wonderful. It's a show we do here on Maximum Fun where we talk about things that we like and things that we're into. I'm Rachel McElroy, and you just heard Griffin McElroy, and we are excited for you to join us as we talk about movies and music and books. Things like sneezing or the idea of rain. <laughs> can you get news or information you can use? Absolutely so. you cannot, because we're here to talk to you about pumpernickel bread. You can find new episodes on Wednesdays. So catch, catch the wave! Thank you. 
Amber, you have been navigating this jungle for, uh, I don't know, we'll say about 20 minutes or so. Uh, And it is, I mean, it's very clearly like a simulacrum of a, of a jungle. I don't know. I mean, is it, man, is it uh, synthetic or organic? That's, that's the thing. Like it's organic, right? But it's very, very like, there's a lot of trees, but it's like palm trees, which is not exactly what's going on in a jungle. It's like it, Disney World. Yes, like it's, it's like tended. a jungle that was made by somebody who had a jungle described to them once. It's very muddy. It's very humid and wet in here. There's a lot of like um, streams that you are going through. But again, it's very clearly like someone dug this out and there's, you know, some sort of plastic at the bottom of the stream, keeping things kind of together. Uh, it's like a it, it is a hunting grounds more than it is a attempt to recreate or preserve the ecology of of somewhere. Mm. About 20 minutes into your walk, you still have not sighted uh, any other animals or hunters, uh, but you do start to hear a noise as you get, you're, you, you know, maybe just looking up at the ceiling above you, you're close to the halfway point to the other end of the ship. Um, you hear these deep, pained grunts um and you hear what sounds like splashing uh and it is it is through some thick brush so thick that you can't you know see what's on the other side of it and whatever's on the other side of it cannot see you Uh, that is the first thing that kind of like breaks up your journey what do you do uh can i roll perception yeah absolutely see split second if i get anything more i mean it's a one. I mean, it's a Guys. one. Griffin? One, two. Yeah. Three. Just stop four. the podcast. That's for this episode. Stop the podcast and talk about yeah, this. Yeah, let's. This has gone too far. We can't get a story going. You need to give us some do over tokens or something. No. Where's our do over tokens? Okay, Griffin, do where, what do I tokens. say? Then just tell me what I see. What, um, what is Elphi saying? What do I perceive? Yeah, here's here's what you perceive. You got You got too close in your perception. Uh, and so I'll tell you what you see, but it's also going to, the, the abyss will also look back. Um, oh, no. you, I don't know, trip on a root and fall through this brush. And now you can see very clearly what was making this, this noise. There's a, uh, a muddy pit that is in uh, a small clearing right next to, a sort of a waterfall basin, a very small one. Uh, and this pit, you can look into it and see it's about um, it's about five feet deep with pretty steep kind of edges. It's a, a, a pretty sheer drop off. Uh, so much so that this this was probably a trap at some point, maybe in a, pr- a previous hunt. Uh, you can see some trampled stakes uh, in, in the ground that aren't necessarily the business ends are not poking up so much anymore. Um, but you also see inside of this pit is it's an auroch as it was described to you you probably saw it right you're you're you were on the surface you lived on the surface you've seen these things before uh just a big uh kind of muscle-bound furry bovine with these long long horns that are sticking out straight out from it um this one is how big is it how big is it 
Uh, it is. I mean, you can't quite tell the height. It's uh, but I mean, in terms of uh, musculature, it's like bison size. Like it's a big, it's a big fucking cow. And does it seem so? It appears to be trapped. It is trapped. You can see uh, just looking at the sides of this pit. There's there's uh, you know, signs of where it has tried to run up. Uh, but you can also tell like it is covered in in wet mud, just head to toe. Uh, and it looks uh, pretty exhausted. Uh, you can also tell from like one of its rear legs, it is bleeding from a uh, from a wound, uh, a slash. It appears, uh, and it is making a lot of noise. When it sees you, it like freaks out uh, and tries to run away from you and climb up the side of pit, the side of the pit away from you. But uh, it is just not making. It is it is uh, making it harder for itself the more it tries to clamber out of this pit. Right. Um, I want to look around for, like, vines or sticks or anything useful like that. I, I won't make you roll for that. There are vines and sticks fucking everywhere. Um, yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, I want to find a strong-looking piece of vine that seems to be securely attached to a tree or one that will come loose easily and that I can tie onto something. Um, okay. Why don't you make a nature check for me? Okay. It was almost a one, and then it was a seven. Okay. Um, uh, I'm just gonna say it takes a while, right? You find, you find what you are looking for, but it takes some time. Uh, the whole time this, this auroch is making, uh, a horrible racket, uh, that is just getting louder and louder. Okay, I'll go over and try to, okay. This didn't work before, but shh, it's okay. Um, make an animal handling roll. It's a nine. I mean, it's a nine plus three. Okay, it no, it responds. You okay. see it. Good. Uh, it stops trying to run for a while. Uh, it is not like it is not making an escape attempt when it sees you approaching it, sort of gently. Uh, you get the impression that it has not had a person approach it gently, maybe ever. Um. And so it stops. It's breathing very, very fast still and is sort of standing in the middle of the pit. All right, listen. You're going to be okay. We're going to get you out. And then I kind of like throw the vine to it and then realize that that's not actually going to do anything. (laughs) Yeah, it looks down at the vine and then it leans down to try and eat it and looks up at you Uh like, eat it? Um... It likes that. It's eating it happily, like oh, like a bigger spaghetti. Okay, no, 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 don't, don't eat it. Um, ah, fuck. All right, so I'm gonna try to tie it around the the rocks. You're gonna have to get down there. It's only five feet. It's not the worst. Man, yeah, I'll tell. That's a good. I will give you this. You're a monk, like. You you would be able to hop your way out of this, you assume. Okay, all right, let's go I, with that. I, I, it let's would not take that. me long to look at your features and traits to find some bullshit excuse for why you can jump five feet vertically straight up in the air. You could put your yeah. hands on the side of it and lift yourself up. You got four of them. All right, I'm going to cl- clamber down there. Okay. Uh, it, it is actually there. so distracted by this delicious uh, plant spaghetti that you threw down here that it, it is not freaked out when you approach it. Okay. Uh, I'll start to wrap the, try to tie the cord around the thing. Okay. Um, 
with advantage, I think, use sleight of hand. You are a fisher person, sort of by by trade originally, so I would say you know your way around a knot or two. I can't believe I just used two good, oh, fuck. <laughs> two eight <laughs> two eighteens plus two to tie a knot. Uh, okay, <laughs> dudes, please recognize there's a difference between tying a knot and creating a fucking buffalo harness <laughs> that you can use to <laughs> drag. Uh, Fair enough. With, yeah, Fair enough. with an eighteen plus dude, like you, you get this thing well, well, sort of suited up in several knots at key load bearing bovine parts of this of this creature. <laughs> Uh, and there's there's still plenty of slack on the vine uh, that that you can use to try and free it. All right, I'm gonna hop out okay. of the pit yep. and start pulling on the thing. Now I know I'm not gonna be able to deadlift this thing out, but I'm hoping that I can give it a little bit of traction, just a little bit of extra traction, a little bit of extra juice. Yeah. Juice. Yeah. This, this thing picks up what's your, what you're putting down. Uh, and as it feels this tug, it looks up annoyed at you first that it can't eat this anymore. But then you see him take a run, uh, at the side of the, of the pit as you pull, make a, uh, make a strength check for me. Can I use one of those 18s that I use? <laughs> Sadly, no. 19. Oh god, it was almost a 1. 19 plus 2. Yeah. Uh it it takes a minute and there's a moment where you feel like it's just not going to happen and then it leaps upward and you just manage to tug it clear of the pit and both of you go sliding in the mud uh and it lands next to you for a moment and then it hops up to its feet and immediately tries to run away. Just like immediately, you see it hop on all fours and try to to run away. I still got the I still got the the cable. Tied yeah, you definitely me. still have this vine wrapped around okay, it. I'm not let I'm not letting it go. I'm trying to calm it down. Shh, it's okay. You're all right. Calm down. Uh, it comes back at you and looks at you in the eyes, and it looks like it is scared but not necessarily of you. Like, it has gotten so close to you now, and it, it presses its its forehead up against you as if it's trying to push you in the direction that it was attempting to run off just, just moments ago. I'm going to ride you now, and I need a win, all right? So just, we're going to make this happen together. And I try to get on its back. Uh, Yeah, make an animal handling roll, man. I was <laughs> eight plus three eleven. Nailed, nailed it. That's more than ten. I got it. It's uh, a 50-50 shot. Anytime you try to jump on a random animal's back, it's a 50-50 shot. 50 <laughs> shot. Well, it's binary. You either yeah, did it you know, or you did it. So below ten you didn't. Above ten there you, you did. Go, Griffin. It's a coin flip, basically. It is a wild, muddy fucking bronco ride as you attempt to get on this thing's back. But it isn't like it's trying to buck you off. It just is kind of running around frantically. And it takes you a while to get this thing to chill. And it's making a lot of noise and throwing up a lot of mud as it does. And when you finally manage to get it to slow down uh, and you finally manage to sort of get yourself comfortable astride it, 
uh, you look up from this animal that you have now mounted, and you see directly in front of you a seven-foot-tall, muscle-bound, shirtless man wearing a, a bull mask, and he is holding the biggest battle axe you've ever seen. Uh, and he is breathing deeply and looking at the two of you, and the uh, auroch starts to very slowly trot backwards. What do you do? Jump on his back. <laughs> um, dibs. <laughs> okay. Uh, Zooks. The uh, the the tone wheel for the dreams of Deborah upon the bridge uh, rings as you pilot the ship away from the crescendo headquarters. Zooks picks it up and says, "Hello, nice." Uh, you hear a guard say, "Please uh, identify yourself. You are invite." And then someone grabs the tone wheel away from whoever was speaking, and you hear Aloysius's voice say, "Yeah, who is this?" Is this, I'm going to guess, is this Devo? Uh, or is it Amber? Try again. Is this try again. Amber? The other one. No. The other other You're one. You're kidding. Zooks? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Really? Wow. I was the last choice? I just, I would not expect this kind of behavior from you of all people, well, Zooks. Yeah, I'm a work in progress. Okay. Well, whatever reason you had for the second time stealing my... My vehicle, uh, I need you to please return it now. I have other stuff I need to do today, and I will need to be able to, uh, you know, transport myself around. Also, it's a terrible crime. Um, yeah, see, but now we're in this, I mean, this kind of uh, situation where if I come back, I'm in trouble. But, you know, if I stay out here and just, you know, nothing bad's going to happen to me. Um, so, um, I think I'm going to, you know, it's, I, I miss this ship. I miss kind of, you know, having fun in it, cruising around in it. Um, you don't need it immediately, do you? I mean, aren't you doing a bunch of business in there? Hmm. Make a, uh, a D20 roll plus speed, uh, which is going to be, uh, a, a plus four. Okay, hang on just one second. All right, so D20 plus four. Here we go. Roll it. 17 plus four is 21. Uh, okay, A, you see a flashing red light suddenly appear in front of you, and you instinctively like spin the, the control mechanism out of the way, and a, a, an enormous explosion takes place. Uh, just just outside the starboard side of the Dreams of Deborah. Uh, and you hear Aloysius Supreme say, um, I've got lots of ships, so oh. please understand that uh, I will be... It will cost me quite a bit to uh, destroy the Dreams of Deborah with you inside of it, but I assume that the cost will be far greater to you because you will be dead. So I'm going to have to insist now that you bring this ship back to me now. Okay. Zooks is going to play 
pretty typical Captain Kirk kind of gambit. Cool. Oh boy. Yes. He's Love this already. Bluff. Okay. Oh, bold. Say, a classic. Bluff, he says, okay. "I'm sorry, Mister Supreme. I don't believe you are willing to blow up this ship because you and I both know there's something on this ship that is much more precious than the ship itself, and I don't believe you're going to blow it up." For that very reason. Now we can talk terms and I can bring the ship back to you and everything will be okay. But I sincerely doubt you're going to blow it to smithereens. Make a. Hmm. I don't even know what kind of check this would be, guys. There's not a perception roll. Performance. yeah, performance or deception. I, I like how, the, like, if I'm understanding this correctly, Dad's bluff is that Aloysius is bluffing, and the bluff is that Dad is calling his bluff. Exactly. It's, the it's the Corbamite maneuver. It's the Corbamite maneuver. Corbamite. Yeah, yes. for sure. A, yeah, it's the same modifier, I guess, for both things. So make a make a performance deception check. Perf- yeah, perception. No, what? Straight D, straight D20. Straight D20. And no it begins. What the? And it is a two. <laughs> <laughs> well, Another at least it's not a roll. one. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. You see uh, some apertures open on the side of this installation and a trio of pretty big cannons. Uh, appear and train themselves right on the dreams of Deborah. And you hear Aloysius Supreme say, I swear to you, Zooks, there is nothing aboard that ship that cannot be replaced. So I, uh, my attachment to it is purely sentimental. Um, I don't want to blow it up, but I will if it means that you are stopped in your tracks. So... Uh, return my ship to me. We can talk terms. You will be in some trouble, but you'll live to see tomorrow and do whatever you do. I don't know. Just sort of soak in a brine. It's not a bad deal. I mean, think about it. It's not a bad yeah, deal. Yeah, soaking in a brine is nice. Just because it doesn't sound like the most compelling. And because I think he's a bad guy doesn't mean you shouldn't trust him. <sighs> well... Okay. I mean, I wouldn't do it because I'm a cool badass who challenges yeah, authority. But Liz Fizer, yeah, but like I know you're a real pushover. Uh, well, I'm running rolling ones and twos here, guys. So I mean, yeah, the, listen, yeah, you're running on fumes. Okay, yeah. uh, so is there like an is there an autopilot auto dock sequence I can punch in? Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, you can get this thing back back uh, to back to the the dock that you're just at. Gonna roll over and show him your rock hard underbelly. So I'm rolling over. Um, okay, so I hit the auto docking and it starts to move back towards the dock. How long will okay. that take? A uh, couple minutes. Uh, the cannons recede, and Aloysius says, "I am so glad that you have listened to reason. Um, just sort of make yourself ready to be apprehended, mm. whatever that yep. looks like for you." Uh, and, uh, yep, see you, see you soon. 
Okay. And just before he gets to the dock, he activates the self-destruct and dives out of the moon pool. Hell, um, yes, he does. To what end? To the blowing up in Chaos. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just chaos. I love All this. right. Yeah. Uh, cool. Blow, blow up the dreams of Devo. Yeah. Uh, no reason. Devo. <laughs> Hollow. <laughs> my hatred. Hey, Daddy, I fully support it. For the first time in Taz, you've done something I would do. Devo. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You walk into a uh, a large semicircular room, and the far wall of it, the curved wall of it, is just one huge pane of glass overlooking a jungle. Mm. Um, and this this room actually sort of descends a little bit, almost like an amphitheater, as there's rows of of uh, like red velvet theater seating of. Uh, and, and seated in these chairs are maybe nine or ten uh, people who are all wearing uh, these these golden masks covering their faces. You can't make out the identity of anybody here. Uh, there are also a couple of custodians uh, or servers walking around with, uh, you know, flutes of uh, champagne or, you know, whatever kind of a fancy looking amber fluid uh, walking around and, and serving people. And you hear them laughing and make a, make a perception check. Okay. That is uh, a nine total. Pretty good. Okay. With the nine, I will tell you what they are laughing at because you look through the glass and it seems to be like in in parts of it like magnifying uh uh-huh. down into this this jungle into different places almost like where people are looking through the glass it sort of senses that and can magnify these these different places you see amber and she is trying to haul the auroch out of a muddy pit and she is having a fucking hard time of it and she is filthy just just covered in mud and with each sort of attempt the the people in this room just like bust up laughing and one of them says um so uh what are the odds you think that uh bull gets to her before she can get that that stupid beast free and another person says oh i'll take that wager ah <laughs> uh, and they are just having themselves a grand old time you also notice as you sort of like get closer to the glass that the wall that you sort of passed through the door uh, from is lined with the, the stuffed heads of a lot of animals. Uh, mm. Most of them two by two. Uh, you see some sort of, I mean, Devo didn't live on land, right? So like there's a big cat and there's a weird horse uh, that's about as 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 good as is it a as unicorn? Yes. Uh, you see two rhinos okay. that uh, appear to have these like almost feathered collars around their necks, which you assume to be the tufted rhinos that have gone missing from the menagerie. Um, with that low perception roll, you did not perceive that you got a little too close to the glass to look down, 
and uh, a couple of the wealthy folks here uh, have caught notice of you. And they say, uh, one of them says, uh, guard, why have you doffed your armor? I, uh, I quite liked the look of it. I felt like a fancy sort of emperor with his own, his own Listen, armor is co- I, coterie. <laughs> Listen, I understand, but you have to get out of here. I, I just heard word that the curator has gotten word of our location, and he is sending the chaperones here as we speak to arrest all of us, the, the guards, uh, every hunter, everyone. We have to get out of here. Aloysius has sold us out. Ooh, baby! <laughs> Make make a deception check. Well, it's not a deception because I'm going to use suggestion to contact the curator and send a message back that says, found animals, they are in danger. Aloysius Supreme involved. Send back up to these coordinates and then the coordinates where we are. Uh, okay. Is it suggestion or uh, sending? Uh, it is, sorry, sending, yes, I'm going to send. Do you have the spell slots for that? Yes, I do. Yes, you do, okay. So you last used sending in the last arc, so this was, Correct. Uh, you've, you've had a rest. Okay. Uh, and they can respond? Correct. Right? Uh, and can answer in a like manner immediately. Okay, you hear a voice say, uh, I'll alert Ballister Kodira, we're on our way. Uh, this is no longer a deception. So mm-hmm. roll a intimidation check. You sure it's not persuasion? Okay. I mean, you're trying to fucking scare these dudes. There's no. Is it nineteen plus four a twenty three? Yes. This was a good roll to get good. Uh, <laughs> I would say all but a few of them immediately bolt for the door, and seconds later you hear like this exponentially increasing commotion coming from the upper harbor. Mm-hmm. Uh as you also hear a ship coming into dock. And Mm -hmm. the one that like sort of like addressed you first stands up and then you realize like this dude is a little bit tipsy and he says, I think that you might be telling me a fibberoony. And he gets like way too close to you. He's like, are you telling me a fibberoony? Is everyone else out of the room? How many people are left? Uh, there's like one more sort of wealthy person that hasn't moved from their seat. Uh, and then there are a couple of very nervous looking servers. Okay, when the uh, when they're out the door, I close the door and I put the halberd through the handles. Okay. Okay. Uh, there is immediate pressure on the other side of the door trying to reopen it. Um, so is this the ready room that was mentioned? No, this is, uh, well... You would have no way of knowing that, but I will okay. say that this room is, I mean, you also did not get that briefing. That's from, fair. Uh, but I will say that this this room is on a upper level, right? Like overlooking mm-hmm. the jungle. This is not some place that somebody could just traipse into. There's no access from the jungle into here. Got it. Are there any weapons in here? There's a halberd that has been shoved <laughs> through the hands. Right, right, right. But I mean like any decorative crossed axes or something on the wall or, you know, guns. No, that would, that would probably be down in the ready room. Okay. And I go back to the tipsy one. Yeah. Uh, so it seems like right now in this second, uh, you are in, uh, how do I put this, a uh, great amount of danger. And uh, Devo pulls out his knife and puts the point 
to the chest of the man or the person, excuse me. Did you smuggle this knife in? Everybody has a knife, Griffin. I think we addressed that in this instance. Okay, Okay, fine, whatever, it's just a knife. No. You know what, here's what it is, Griffin. Yeah. Uh, Diva's got a necklace with a sharp point of steel on it. <laughs> How about that? Does that work for you? A brooch. Let's shape like no. Uh, Devo is go. Oh, there it is. Devo uh, gives himself a spritz, and his eyes start glowing blue. Okay. And he says, "You are in a great amount of danger right now, and so I am going to need you to tell me how to get to where my friend is. Uh, where is? How do I get down there to Amber?" Uh, you hear a chuckle coming from this this dude's helmet from behind his mask. And he says, Have you considered checking betwixt, betwixt your butt cheeks and then way up in, way up in it? Mm. And then he just collapses to the ground uh, fully, fully blotto. The other masked individual sitting at the end of the gallery speaks up and says, if you'd like, I could show you in there. Uh, And he stands up. If, what is the rest of the sentence? Mm, I mean, you would have to participate in the game. I, um... I'm not wild about having uninvited guests. And so as childish as it might seem, this is the most sort of theatrical way to deal with things. And my my patrons enjoy theatrics, he says. Ah, so I would be entering there to become part of what's happening. Is this it? But you have... You have magic powers, don't you, Devo? That's not uh, a particularly level playing field, is it? You're aware of my name, eh? I'm aware of your name and what you can do and how very good you are at destroying undersea facilities. uh... Ah, auctioneer! That's, I suppose, one name you could call me, sure. Asshole, perhaps would be another, or fuckhead, or poacher, piece of shit, uh, monster, uh, let's see, soulless bastard. Um, What's like, is there a shorter version of like somebody who takes innocent animals who aren't hurting anybody and makes them like uh, a toy to be hunted for sport, to have fun, and they weren't doing anything, and this is because humans are the real monster. Is there like a shorter version of this that you can think of? Because right now it's escaping me. He lifts up his mask. And you see, you see a young man, not much older than you, probably early thirties, you would guess. And he has scars running down the length of of his face. Three long sort of scars, not like claw marks, uh, but just these these three long scratches. Uh, one of which has gone over one of his eyes, uh, which is is missing. Damn, that's a cool look. Fuck. He says, 
You could call me Tolliver, if you want to be on a first-name basis. I reject a lot of the labels you just threw down at my feet. Good gracious! But, um, for the sake of expediency, uh, Tolliver will do. Tolliver, I have one question for you. Yes? Have you ever shopped at Normal's Pile? It is uh, the hottest <laughs> boutique in all of Founders Lake. That is where I found this uh, fine suit of clothing here. Uh, you need to check it out now. Or uh, if you would be so kind as to show me to where my friend uh, is kept and then let her out and then let us go and then I won't kill you. Well, before all that happens, I have one question for you, if you don't mind. Is it about Nermal's pile? I'll admit I am curious, but no. Gotta check it out. Have you spoken to... And then the side of the ship explodes. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.